Hello, and welcome to Blizzard Watch, the podcast where we watch Blizzard and its games very carefully. I spent the weekend actually packing all my stuff and moving it, so I didn't watch anything. So who knows? Maybe they did something. Who knows? Perhaps, perhaps not. Who can say, really? Well, actually, we can say. We still know. Uh, with me this week are two magnificent co-hosts, both like mountains, vast and terrible. Uh, first up, I'm introducing him first because I almost never do. Uh, Mitch, what have you been up to this weekend? Oh, I, I had. Oh, yeah, the Halloween stuff in Here's the Storm. Um, been doing a little bit of that because I love Halloween stuff. Um, you know, obviously more Stardew Valley because because that game is like crack. Um, I was gonna say you're not allowed to not play it once you start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else have I been doing? Um, there's a lot of games that are coming out this week uh, that I'm like excited about. Um, Destiny 2, you know, came out today. Uh, Mario Odyssey comes out though on Friday, and I'm super excited for that. But as far as this past weekend, I think it was mostly um, kind of leveling up people and heroes so I could get the Halloween loot chests. All right. Cool. Cool. Also with this, um, does practically everything for the site. Like a I really don't know. Somebody does a lot of things. Uh, polymath. There you go. Uh, Anne, what have you been up to this weekend? I don't know what that is, but okay. Vocabulary. It's not often I hear words that I've never heard before. Anyway, um, what have I been doing? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I mean, I've done things, but I can't tell you. <laughs> the days have just been kind of a blur, but it's all been like at-home stuff rather than like video game stuff because home life is taking priority at the moment. Um... I did do some of the Halloween stuff. I got the horse butt costume. I mean, the horse tail costume. Um, I haven't. No, I gotten... think you were right the first time. <laughs> well, it's called the horse tail costume. Well, it game. didn't but have it's a, a butt. tail it's a before horse's the hot butt. fixes. And the whole reason that I worked to get the horse's butt was so that I could take one of my alts that hadn't done it yet through the whole Agrimar cinematic thing and have them with the horse butt. <laughs> at that dramatic point in the cinematic i have yet to accomplish this task i'm working really hard on it though (laughs) somewhere in explaining all of this i'm like what is my life (laughs) yeah so i I farmed a halloween i farmed up halloween candies to get a horse butt so i could have the cinematic as a horse butt and i'm just fighting this titan dude and i'm a horse butt like can you believe it that's what i did this weekend I'm imagining Anne like sitting somewhere and like someone's like, "So what do you do for a living?" Oh, I I make ho- make people wear horse butts while they fight gods. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. No big deal though. <laughs> no, usually standard when people ask me what I do for a living, I say I write about dragons on the internet <laughs> because then they don't ask any more questions. <laughs> That's actually. Oh, I should tell this story. Uh, during the move, when movers were coming in, moving all the stuff, and one of them saw my computer, I was like, oh, you got a lot of computers, because I had my wife's computer in my office. We like, moved it all into one room. And then he's like, oh, you got a lot of computers. I'm like, yeah. Uh, well, yes, we do. He's like, whoa, you some kind of gamer or something? I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, I work for a site called Blizzard Watch. And he went, <gasps> like, he literally made that noise. <laughs> wow. I'm not kidding. And I was like, uh, yeah. He goes, oh, my God. Like Overwatch and stuff. I was like, yeah. I was like, I, he, I don't work for. Did you think Bl- you work for Blizzard? No, no, no. I said I don't work for Blizzard. He goes, oh, I know. And he was like, he 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 knew the the site. Like he actually knew people from the site. Oh, wow. really? Uh, he actually did. Did Aww. he ask about me? I had to. I had to show him. No, no, he didn't ask me. Oh. Um, I had he to show him the show. <laughs> he specifically asked about Alex. Oh wow. He probably yes. meant See, Adam though. Alex? No, he didn't. <laughs> He honestly was like, so you didn't, what happened to Alex? Is he still there? Like, Alex I, I would be stuff. so excited to hear about, well, he wouldn't be, he'd be as Alexed as he gets about anything. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I well, haven't told cool, Alex. I guess. Either. He was, he, he specifically asked about Alex and if Alex was still there. Um, he asked about, um, what was the column? He asked about a very specific column that we don't do anymore. I'm trying uh, to remember. Add on spotlight. I what don't are remember. you doing this weekend? No, I don't uh, remember. The lawbringer. Here's what I do. I had to show him the BlizzCon t-shirt, the Blizzard Watch t-shirt, which he was really excited about. He asked me if I was going to BlizzCon. I said no. He goes, oh, you should go. I was like, yeah. um, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm spending like money I don't even have having you do this. I can't really afford to go to BlizzCon. Uh, But no, he was really nice. He was very, he asked quite a few questions about um, various Blizzard games after that. He told his friend who was like, I don't know what that is. Like the (laughs) other guy was helping move. He's like, I don't know what that is. (laughs) that is cool one person was excited so there you go i don't know if i've ever actually run into someone who like 
knows knows the site. Like there he might be one. Site. I have. It's weird. Out, and but... he he d- he deeply inhaled his breath when he when he was talking about it. He was like, very excited. Yeah. So, yeah, I've met a couple of people who knew what the site was, which was kind of fun and weird, but fun. And then um, more often than not, though, what I run into is because I've got I've got an Overwatch bumper thing on my car and then i've also got a horde symbol decal in the back of my car you've seen it Al- or mitch wow i'm calling you alex now you're alex now <laughs> thanks and microphone was muted but i laughed so hard right then that i snorted <laughs> <laughs> so yeah every now and again i'll be filling up my car and i'll hear this random for the horde from some person who's seen me across the parking lot and saw the decal and I'm like yeah for the horde I'm going to finish (laughs) filling my car with gas and leave now Um, it's pretty fun (laughs) I have have yet to run into someone who's like oh my god you're Mitch and I'm like yeah I'm that guy (laughs) one of these days in my head I'm ready for it I know I'm so prepared well you're doing the meet and greet thing at calm before the storm aren't you yes Okay. The, the, the priest and greet Okay. As I just decided to call it. Well, wow. yeah, because it's you and Rochelle and Maticus are all going to be at Con Before the Storm. And yeah, if you guys are going to BlizzCon, you can meet those guys. I will not be there this year. I have other things that are taking priority at the moment. So I'm going to have to like step out of this BlizzCon. Sorry, guys. But um, bonus points if you say Shadow is better in front of both of them. Yeah, you need to do that because I'm pretty sure that that would end in hilarity. And somebody getting smacked. So <laughs> or or <laughs> glitter, up in a glitter assaulted. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. If you're attending BlizzCon, hit up Con Before the Storm. You can meet them. They have a bunch of people that are going to be there at Con Before the Storm. It's not just like... yeah. There's there's different time blocks. Ours is the six to six forty five. Yeah, and it's not just writers from websites. It's from people all over the community. I believe there are going to be some developers there as well saying hello. Taryn, so... Taryn has a is in the same time slot as us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you guys are going to be there, be sure to stop by. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, we should probably talk about top stories because, as do I said... Do we have to? Yeah, we <laughs> Oh, man, why do stuff we got to do stuff on this podcast? Yeah. Oh, my God, did stuff happen this week, uh, especially today. Today was mm-hmm. apparently the day Blizzard went nuts. So uh, there's going to be a few... I don't know if you'd call them spoilers. There's going to be some discussion of some data mine material here. So if you don't want to hear that, probably skip ahead... 10 minutes or so if you're listening to this recorded and if you're listening to it make it 15 um, just in case listen to it backwards actually yeah you'll hear secret messages about throwing mitch in a pool <laughs> not all that's secret it's just gonna be pretty it's late. time that's over just, and that's over just and, and over again all Bong. right anyway so yeah uh first up we should probably talk about this because it's been all the rage uh there's been I really don't even know how exactly to explain this because it's pretty intricate how they figured it out. But um, they've been basically doing a lot of data mining on various character races. And there's certain information that when it's put in the proper context seems to indicate that we're going to get sub races in the next expansion. Uh, do, you, do you want to try to explain this before I muddle through it? Because I, while I, I kind of understand it, I kind of don't. Honestly, I didn't look too closely at it. Um, I saw a chart and some fancy things and then read the TLDR. But it was... There was a collaboration between Red Shirt Guy and someone else, I think, or like Red Shirt Guy did it and confirmed, or vice versa. But um, yeah, this wasn't like your usual data mining, like, oh, here's the model for this. It was like, well, this has the, you know, associated number with it, which translates to Alliance and yeah, stuff like that. There were there were four additions in the character. Well, it's the CHR races file. Um and that includes all of the game's races that can equip armor, and that's playable or otherwise. But races that aren't playable, they, they typically don't have values for display backgrounds, because that's for characters that are on the character creation screen, right? So, um, like, if you have a human, a human will have a value assigned for the character display background. So if you choose a human on the character select screen, you'll have that that background will be displayed with it. But like a Vrykul, even though a Vrykul can equip armor and things like that, there's no assigned value for the background screen because it doesn't appear as a playable character. So there were four races that have had that background value assigned to them, which indicates that it's something that you can choose from the character select screen and it'll have a background on it, which means that it should be playable. 
um, if that makes sense. Does that make sense, you guys? Yeah, 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 it totally makes sense. Do they have um, factions associated with them, too? They do. They do. They have... um, It's the background values that are currently there. They are shared with races that already exist in the game. So you have the Nightborn, who share the same background value as Blood Elves. You have the High Mountain Torin, who obviously share the same background value as Torin. You have something called a Void Elf, which shares the same background value as a Night Elf. And then you have a Lightforged Draenei, which are, those are the Draenei that are on Argus, and they share the background value with the Draenei. So putting these things together seems to indicate that maybe these are going to be sub-races that are associated with these races that are there. That's what people are, are, are speculating from what they've dug out of the game files. Yeah. That being said, that being said, yeah. all we all we know is that they will have they have a background value assigned to them, and that they have armor that they can wear. Yeah, that's all we actually know. Um, it certainly seems plausible that they they will be sub races, but for all we know, Blizzard has decided to come up with a different way to categorize them for some other reason, and we we don't actually know yet. Until there's an announcement, all we can do is speculate based on what we do know. And, yeah, and there won't be one of those until BlizzCon. It's, it's just... entirely possible that for whatever reason, when they put in these characters, like when these races were introduced or whatever, they decided to just slap a background value in there when they'd never done it before. Except that I think that these were all added fairly recently. I'm not I think, sure. I think one of the other things was that the um, Nightfallen models in-game were yeah. like a single model. Like they were not NPCs that have armor on them. You can't um, swap out armor on a Nightborn model. It's actually the model itself includes the armor. It's like molded onto it. The which... addition of the Nightborn into this list indicates that there's a new model that can have armor added to it. Because that's what this yeah. list is for. Yeah, so... yeah, exactly. So that, I mean, that Take from that what it. you will. I'm going to just say up front, if they're doing this variant race thing, mm-hmm. um, they need to put in a variant race thing for Worgen that lets them be Night Elves when they switch back. Because I've wanted my Worgen to not be a human Worgen, but to be one of the original Night Elves who was banished forever. I, I don't like the human ones. They look weird because they're human. I don't like I want to know what a void elf is, and I don't know what that is. Oh, but God, I I have feelings about that, and it mostly involves the fact that I, in the past couple of years, have gone from horde to alliance back to horde, and now these are assigned alliance. Theoretically, yeah, well, meanwhile I mean, they've stuck the nightborn over on the horde side. So the, yeah, they aren't. Yeah, they aren't. Keep in mind that they aren't assigned either way. It's just that's where they're associated with, like the background value that the void elves were given was the night elf one. Now that could yes. mean that these are something that the alliance are going to get to play at some point, or it could mean that somebody said, "Oh, an elf background here. This one looks good with that." That, that is true. <laughs> and that was and it. That's, that's kind of what I'm really hoping for, hoping yeah. for because I, I want to play a Void Elf so badly, but I don't want to play Alliance. Well, and my my whole thought on the matter, and I mean, I know that I've talked about the Shaldurai before. Um, I always assumed that if those guys were going to be introduced as a playable anything, they should be introduced as a neutral, just because both Alliance and Horde helped them out so they kind of owe something to both factions so why would they choose one faction over the other when both of them were like a gigantic help in getting their city back a lot of people were pointing out though that Taronda was not sympathetic towards them and was kind of like oh you know they you know did this themselves with their addiction whereas um, any Blood Elf text that helped them was much more no no I I know I'm saying I'm just saying that's what a lot of people are pointing out one Night Elf out of however many other character players were in there, Alliance character players were in there, helping clear out Suramar and take it back again, and helping them grow the tree that, like, saved the future of their whole race and all this other... Like, you can't argue that both sides actually helped these guys out a, cons- a considerable amount. Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, they, beyond just the uh, the dialogue with Silgrin in the Vindicar, that's the other thing people have been pointing to, is that throughout the entire Suramar campaign, the... NBC dialogue from Blood Elves has been a lot more sympathetic than that of the Night Elves. Yeah. But it's Blood Elves and Night Elves, not Horde and Alliance. Yeah. Technically. So, yeah, this is all data my material, so take it with a grain of salt. It could point to something. It could not point to something. We don't know. But BlizzCon is like, um, what? How long is BlizzCon away? 
like two weeks, two, less, two -ish, less yeah. than two, two weeks. weeks, less than two weeks. We'll figure it out then, probably. Yeah, <laughs> but we should probably switch gears a little bit because yeah. today, um, Blizzard decided instead of doing a oh patch seven point three point two will be out on such and such a day, they just dropped it. It's out. They, they really wanted to make a point to say that this patch was not super special. Yeah, like from the beginning, they've been like, "Yeah, we're not providing updates because it's basically bug fixes, but also all these." Yeah, it's it's out right now. It's live. Uh, we should make sure to make note: Antorus is not live. No, uh, not they yet. They did not release Antorus, and they were no one had said they would. If you got that impression, very sure you very sorry if you yeah. thought that. It was not ever stated that they were going to be putting out Antorus at the same time. They didn't. Uh, what what it does mainly have is, as pointed out, it has some bug fixes. It's there it now has stuff in the game that won't actually be there for a while. Um, the new legendaries that drop, um, there's a quest legendary and a legendary that drops in Antorus that's been put in. There's now one thing that is in game right now, though. If you've gotten all the legendaries for your class and you get a legendary, class, you don't not spec, yeah, not spec class. If you have every legendary for your class, you now get a BOA token, a legendary BOA token that you can give to another class that you're playing like one of your alts, and they can get a legendary off of it. Which, personally, um, I think it should be spec, because the entire legendary pool for your class is over the top, and that's two specs worth of legendaries that I have zero use for. But that's just my opinion. At any rate, though, it's, it, that's in the game now. You, there's now the uh, the Primal Sargorite, is that what it's called? I can always forget. Primal Sargorite vendor, and this is the one that I'm really excited about, because... Um, yeah. You've been sitting on a ton of Primal Sargon. Yeah. I have nothing well, to do with it. I've been vendoring it because it's like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't have anything to do with this. It's profession only and it's BOP. So it's like, if you don't have the professions and you, know, you can't sell it. it well, it's like I the, mean, uh, I have the Sargeras professions, vendor. but how much do I care about those professions? Not well, at all. Okay. See, <laughs> you're, you're one step ahead of me, though. I don't even have professions that use it. But yeah. You effectively don't either. I just yeah, it, it's like the blood of Sargeras Fender though that got added with whatever that patch was. What I'm what I'm really excited about though is that you can buy all of the Argus materials. So the Argus plants, the Argus gems, and the gems are the thing that I'm really gung ho about because I have jewel crafting and engineering, but I don't have mining. So <laughs> <laughs> trying to get my hands on this stuff, basically, I've just spent a lot of gold buying a bunch of ore because why not? I have a lot of gold. I have um, so much gold. <laughs> someone in chat, uh, slow, uh, Dresden actually, Draven Dresden, pointed out that the uh, legendary tokens are class specific. Like, really? So yeah, yeah. You I, get I one, and it'll that. say you'll see like a death knight or monk or like, whatever. Like you don't have to be playing that class for it to drop. Like my priest could get a token, but that token would be specific to say a rogue or you know a warlock token or whatever. What and if it's I'd, for I'd a have class you don't play. Oh, good luck. Too bad. Ugh, that's awful. Well, I mean, how close are you to having all of the legendaries on one of your classes, Anne? Not. Yeah. <laughs> so let me know when that actually becomes an issue. Yeah, it won't. <laughs> it, it won't for me either. I don't and think I it ever will. Based up regularly. I, with all of my alts and all of the classes that I play, I usually have one spec that I focus on. Now, I do have all three rogue weapons and they're all actually pretty high eye level because I do make sure to like keep the other weapons upgraded um, so if I get like yeah. little relics to put in them I will put relics in them and I will continue upgrading them that way but do I actually ever play anything but assassination? No. <laughs> I I literally only put points like my very first points into my discipline weapon a couple weeks ago when the mage tower was up because I wanted oh, I to see if I could try it in shadow and yeah. I can't. So. I have I have like all three of them maxed out, like maxed out, maxed out because I wanted all the mounts. That's why. Uh, yeah, well, for you, it's changed back here. Yeah, I know. Isn't that convenient <laughs> for you? You don't have to level three different weapons to buy all of the stupid birds. Okay. What's even wait, better? Wait, 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 wait. Here's what's even better though. Yeah. If you're like a warrior. Yeah. You not only does it change for every like you know spec, like you just switch to arms and get a different mount, but if you're a warrior and you earned the mount on one warrior, you don't have to earn it again on any other warriors. You can just that's, ride it. That actually that's the same for all classes. Low level all yeah. yeah, the that same is class. That that's the same for all classes. So that's not a big yeah, deal or anything. I have like five warriors, so yeah. for me it's awesome. Well, that's yeah. With with rogues, it's you get one mount 
when you finish the quest and then you get a, a spec specific mount that you can purchase and then in order to purchase the other spec specific mounts you have to have your weapon maxed for both of those specs so oh, yeah switch. yeah no but we don't get a special pattern of yeah neither do priests I have a toy that turns me into a crate so you know <laughs> I win solid snake <laughs> Yeah, so patch 7.3.2 dropped. Uh, also today, um, apparently Diablo was not going to be overdone. They dropped their patch 2.6.1. Okay. Um, Diablo 3 did. Enjoy and that it's, news. it's actually a massive patch. Uh, if you Unlike the 7.3.2, which is a relatively small patch, 2.6.1 is a huge overhaul of Diablo's. Uh, every class got at least one overhaul, if not more. Um, many legendaries and a lot of sets also got changes. There were a lot of bug fixes. It's a pretty big patch. Um, if you've been playing Diablo, uh, I have. You know, you should get in there and check it out because it's actually been a pretty big deal. Uh, so I went and did a great rest. for every class? Pretty much every class. If okay. some classes only got like a couple of like small changes to their actual class mechanics, but every class has at least a few legendaries and some sets that got changed. Cool. Um, I went. I went on my my barbarian today and did Greater Rift sixty solo. Uh, previously, I was stuck around Greater Rift fifty. Wow. But the, well, they jumped up the the uh, DPS on Whirlwind for my set bonus from like times eight hundred percent to times three thousand percent. So yeah, it was a pretty substantial change. It's it's a big change. It's a big patch. Uh, you should go check that out if if you've been playing. Um, the only class that's not gonna I think the only class that's not gonna see a substantial jump in power is the Necromancer. They got some nice things, and they will get a little stronger, but they didn't need to get jumped up like everybody else did. Like some classes, some specifically some specs in some classes really needed buffs, like barbarians needed them pretty badly. So, but if you're playing a crusader, if you're playing a witch doctor, if you're playing a wizard, um, if you're playing a monk, they you should check out what they did because you're gonna. Yeah, I think everybody got at least something. So yeah, it's it's a big deal. Um, also, speaking of stuff like that. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, you know, we should probably mention it briefly because it's out now for PC. Um, Mitch, you want to talk about it since you've been playing it? Uh, I haven't played a whole lot of it, but yeah, Destiny 2 is now out um, for PC, which, you know, it's not technically Blizzard. It's Activision, but it's on your launcher. And it's also, I would imagine, a big part of the reason we got a bunch of new Battle.net launcher changes recently. Um, and it's also for you know people who have no interest in playing it. It's the reason I'm assuming that token prices are uh, skyrocketing right now. They're, well, token prices are up there. I, I let's see. It was really, they are now yeah ninety thousand gold. One ninety six thousand right now. Yeah, and they, it was kind of funny because I I logged on today and I was like, oh, you know what I should do? <laughs> I have all this gold. I just hit nine hundred thousand gold. In oh, World my of Warcraft. Lord. Yeah, I know, right? I was like, oh, wow. Okay, I know what I should do because I haven't done it yet because I've just been so busy. I'm going to use my gold in-game to go buy the virtual ticket for BlizzCon because I hadn't done that yet, right? And then I opened yeah. up the token interface and looked at how much it cost and went, nope, I'm paying cash. <laughs> Shut yeah, the window. so it's, it's a good time to get gold, but yeah. not necessarily uh, use it. Yeah. On the other hand, if you have 20 bucks you want to spend, uh, yeah. now is a yeah. really good time to spend it. Now's so a good go. time to get some gold. Um, as for me, I have gone from, oh, I'm going to spend this giant stockpile on go of gold on a virtual ticket to, I'm going to see if I can hit 1 million gold, and then I'm going to go find some crazy overpriced <laughs> mount and buy it. Black, uh, <laughs> black market auction house. Keep an yeah, eye on probably. that. Especially because <laughs> you have a rogue and it's in the rogue hall. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I've been keeping an eye on things in there just in case. I can't always forget. Um, but as far as Destiny 2 goes, like I said, I haven't played too much. It's a very pretty looking game. Um, I did notice like a considerable drop when I actually got to the point where like you get instanced, I guess is the best way to phrase it, uh, with a bunch of other people. But it, it's still, it's a really, really good looking game. And it's, you know, it's like an MMO FPS. So if you I was going to say, it's like a first person game, first person shooter game, but you're playing with yeah. lots of other people. So it's like an MMO in that aspect, right? Yeah. And, okay. and there's there's gear and um, there's like three different classes. Um, and I they're essentially like the plate wearers in WoW, the leather wearers, leather slash male and the cloth wearers like um, the it's called a warlock class, but it has healing abilities. It um, 
it can yield the void, which is shadow priesty. Um, so that's the one I obviously went for, and uh, it's it's pretty cool. But I'm told um, the leather one is kind of like gunslinger, uh, demon huntery, huntery kind of. So it it has RPG aspects to it. So it's not just like you know another first person shooter. So if if you don't hate shooters and you like RPGs, it might be worth checking out. Um, and Sorry if I'm stealing this from you, Rossi, but you can have it gifted to you. You know, if you're interested in it, but you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to spend that. You can find a friend who wants to gift it to you. Because we should you talk about the gifting thing, give actually, gifts. not just not just for Destiny, but in no, general. no, yeah, I was I was leading into that. Yeah, because so you go can, ahead. So yeah, go talk. Um, as I mentioned just now, and the reason for the token prices outside of Destiny Two, uh, you can now gift stuff in Battle.net. Gift, not give. Well, I guess both. Um, where, like, before you couldn't in most cases. I think you could maybe with pets sometimes in WoW, but now you can send friends um, Overwatch loot boxes, uh, card packs in Hearthstone. You can send a number of things from WoW, I'm pretty sure. You can buy Destiny or buy, I think, StarCraft Remastered or games like that. Uh, One of the only exceptions, as far as I'm aware, is Heroes of the Storm, uh, which you cannot gift loot crates or gems or anything like that. There's really nothing to gift or nothing giftable right now in Heroes, which I'm hoping will change because that's honestly the one that I would It'd like. It'd be cool if you could give post. like skins to people and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, especially because, you know, the game's just, there's more and more skins and like it's using the same-ish loot system as um, Overwatch is now with the 2.0 update. Speaking of the gifting thing, when this came out, I logged on to the launcher and I was really excited because it told me I had a gift and I'm like, oh, somebody sent me something. And then I clicked it and it was just a free card pack from Hearthstone, which <laughs> I was like, oh, well, thank you, Blizzard, I guess, for the card pack for the game that I don't play. Yeah, you, really. you do get a you get a free card pack because but, of this that yeah. you have to claim for December 31st. December 31st and everybody gets it. So I am not special. <laughs> what I've learned Here is I am not special. Nobody want. has given me anything. Um, <laughs> but if ever, if, if you log in, if you log into the launcher, you will see you can get yourself a free card pack for Hearthstone, which is actually pretty cool. And I shouldn't like dog on Hearthstone. It's just I haven't played Hearthstone. The last time I tried to log into Hearthstone, the innkeeper was very insistent that I had to play some games before I could do anything oh, else. And that I'm like, happened to me. Yeah. And, and I, I was like, I didn't Dude, play I don't... it for a long time. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to play anything right now. I want to look through my collection and see what I have and get things in order. And then I want to play. And the Hearthstone innkeeper was like, no, you need to play a game. And I'm like, All no. All right, now you played one game. You got to play three more. Yeah, well, I didn't even play the one game because he wouldn't He wouldn't even let me exit out of the menu so yeah. I could go look yeah, at my stuff. At which point I said, you know what? I really don't want to play this this bad. <laughs> I, I did the same thing for a while. And then I think Knights of the Frozen Throne came out. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll go through this. I just, I just wanted to like see what I had because I, I literally I can't remember what cards I have so I wanted to go check out my collection see what I had maybe open any free card packs that I had earned and like get a general feel for what exactly I had there and instead of letting me do that it was like I'm going to force you to play a game with cards that yeah. you don't know what you have yeah and I I don't know if we mispronounced it or just heard wrong but it's a card pack, a standard card pack. It's not like Knights of the Frozen Throne. Yeah, it's not a card, a card pack. Back. I don't know. Someone in chat said card I pack. I said Anyways. Pack. Well, Sorry. just in case. My P it's... and my B sound the same, I guess. Anyway. Well, and if you flip that P and rotate it and, you know, zoom and enhance, it's going to look like a B. Sure. Anyway, so you can gift <laughs> things. You can gift things through the Battle.net launcher right now. Um, that's how you claim them. They show up in the launcher as like a little icon with a present. And um, they also introduced some social stuff, didn't they? Yeah, so the, it's it's part of the new launcher, which, again, conveniently timed with Destiny 2's release. Um, it It's basically like a cross between Discord and Steam, I guess. Like they have chat rooms and stuff, a lot like Discord, which I think you can set up voice chat. If you want to with those, you can set up like a guild channel. I know Wowhead has a channel um, and you can pick your icons. It felt like, very was... much like Blizzard's version of Discord. Yeah. Cross cross a little bit with Steam because, you know, you can actually launch games and stuff from it. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah which you... is something we'd speculated on for a while that they were going to start moving in a more Steam-like direction. 
Yeah, and uh, Destiny the, Destiny being out is kind of the first. Would clue we say of that, that they're yeah. gaining more steam? No, it would. <laughs> that was almost a Mitch level one. I know. All right, I'm just gonna straight up segue to this Christy Golden novel then. No, I'm not doing well, this. Well, we we should mention that appear offline came with this. That's that's another big thing. Okay, good. Yeah, it, yeah. This is that one I, I wanted. I wanted Anne to feel special, so I wanted her to talk about this. So go, you go Anne, talk about this new Christy Golden novel. Oh uh-huh. yeah, okay. So we don't know any details about the novel just yet. What we do know is we've got a title and we've got a brief synopsis of the thing. Um, the next WoW novel is going is is called Before the Storm, if I remember correctly. I don't yep. have the window open on my screen. Uh, it is. Tentatively, I believe the release date is set for, is it May of next year? Uh, yes. It's either May or March, but I'm, I'm almost positive. No, I'm pretty sure that it, I, I'm pretty sure that it was actually set for May and it's like May 18th, May 15th. I can't, I can't remember if I'm mixing May 18th or May no, 2018. It's, no, it's, it's May 15th, 2018 is when okay. Amazon has it set for release. Now keep in mind that whenever Amazon sets these release dates, they can change. They they do change more often than not. So that's kind of like a tentative date. However, the synopsis on this, all it says is taking place after the climactic events of Shadows of Argus, World of Warcraft Before the Storm tells the story of what awaits the heroes of the Horde and the Alliance in the wake of their struggle against the demonic Burning Legion, which is precisely no detail whatsoever. But um, we did actually speculate on this quite a bit in the last lore watch that we recorded, and that'll be out on the site next Monday for people that want to check in and listen to that. Um, yeah. And apparently yes. Christy's going to be talking about this more at BlizzCon as well. So keep your keep your eyes peeled because there will be more information. I'm excited. Yeah. I've been I waiting for a new World of Warcraft book, and I'm glad that Christy's writing it. So, Well, not only that, um, and obviously, again, the dates could change, could be placeholder, but... If it's something that kind of ties into the next expansion and it has like a May release date, I'm hopeful that that means that Blizzard is on track with the next expansion to not have a huge content drought. Um, you know, uh, it's Blizzard, so they'll finish it when they're happy with it rather than when they want it out. But it's, I'm I'm excited. We're going to get a lot of cool stuff at BlizzCon, I think. And reading is fun, kids. I just have like a fun thing that I want to pose to the two of you, just to pose it to the two of you. Okay. 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 If they announce an expansion at BlizzCon, when do you guys think it'll come out? When do I think or when do I want? When when like make a prediction here, a tentative prediction. When do you think it will come out if they announce one at BlizzCon? If they, if they announce it at BlizzCon, here's my prediction. I don't really care if it works out. Um they're going to go into a beta by by uh January. They're going to have a 6-month beta. The expansion will come out anytime after June of next year. So within okay. six to eight months of the beta. Mitch, ending. what do you think? Mm, sort of along the same lines. I'm My optimistic uh, estimate and the one that I'm assuming Blizz is aiming for is like June, maybe July-ish, but knowing Blizzard, um, outside of Legion's content pace, because Legion's pace has been on point, um, but Blizzard's past expansions, I would put it closer to end of July, end of August. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I summer for sure. I, I don't really think we have an option outside of summer, to be honest, because that's when uh, Legion came out. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and this is again, tentative predictions. Let's make those. Um, they announce the expansion at BlizzCon. We get Antorus. Whenever we get Antorus, I'm guessing that two to three weeks after Antorus comes out, will have beta. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> it, it's it's the staggering effect, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's also, I mean, somewhat worth pointing out, I guess, um, mm-hmm. the beta did technically get updated to 8.0, which is not a sign of the beta itself, um, more a sign that there's going to probably be something at BlizzCon. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times before an expansion, they will update the beta to a client that they'll show off there. Velocitus in the uh, chat channel says, I am getting married June 30th. I will bail if that's the release weekend. Good to know. Good on, good for you, man. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta Congrats. Set, Either way. set the boundaries before before the boundaries are set for you. Congrats. I think that's Either way. Really. Also, also congrats. <laughs> I think, uh, dude, if you mean you'll bail on your wedding for the game, you are a dead person. Well, 
I mean, well, unless unless the the bride or groom, whoever you're getting married to, also is a wild player and says, "Yeah, let's just go. We'll go to Vegas. We'll elope. We'll come back. We'll play some WoW. It'll it's be great." Okay. <laughs> June thirtieth is a Saturday. I um, proposed. I proposed to my wife while we were in a molten core run, and I don't so think sweet. that would have flown. Which with boss her. were you killing? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Geddon. Geddon. Aww. That's oh. Yep. Your love burned for her. Aww. To be fair, the best part about that whole story is that she originally had talked to me about it, and I said, "But we have a raid coming up." And then halfway through the raid, I went in and did it. So oh, the old trickeroonie, Rossi trickeroonie. Anyway, um, we should probably move on to talk about emails since we've used up most of the show at this point. But We had a lot of news come out, guys. Sorry. A lot of stuff happened. Yeah. If you have an email for the show, please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com with podcast or blizzardwatch in the subject line so we know what's for this show. Anne's going to read them for us now, so I'm going to shut up and let her do that. Okay. So our first email is from Lagash from Far Striders who says, Hello, watchers. I was in my order hall sending my champions on missions, and I was also thinking about the next expansion. So are we. This led me to wonder if Blizzard now considers follower mission systems to be a core part of the game that they'll always find a way to include. Or is it possible that we won't see a follower mission system in the next expansion if it doesn't fit into the story? Personally, I wouldn't mind a break from the mission board for one expansion. It's starting to feel a bit like a chore unless Blizzard can radically rethink the system. What do you think? Are follower mission systems here to say? Or could we see them come and go from one expansion to the next? Or is there some radical change that could make the system feel fresh again? Thanks. What do you guys um, think? I'm I'm leaning towards their becoming a core part of the game. Because um, it, it does feel a lot more refined in Legion than it did in Warlords. And there's the companion app, um, which I'm sure could easily be updated. Um, and it's it's almost hard to see them putting work into an app for one single expansion, if they could make it last. I do think that it could use something or other to uh, make it more fun or more than what it's been in Legion. Not that it was bad in Legion. It's just, like you said, getting tired of the same old, same old. I kind of want something new in an expansion. Um, But I do think there will be some variant of it. Uh, I I don't see them abandoning it. What do you think, Rossi? I've been thinking about this question since he. Uh, I read the email then where he asked it, and I'm I pondering. Be That's why I asked for you to. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the one hand, I do. I do agree that it's better in Legion than it was in Warlords. Uh, but Warlords, on the other hand, had more followers. There was just more of them. They were, you know, you could collect them. They were kind of cool that way. Uh, whereas you you get less of that in Legion, but the system in general feels stronger in Legion. I would not mind not seeing it again, and I don't think it's necessarily... Blizzard has proved that they are completely willing to abandon something once they've put a lot of time and effort into it. Like, for instance, reforging. They just stopped doing it when they didn't think it worked. So uh, I think they could stop doing it. It certainly could be something we could not see in the next expansion. If they stop, though follower missions have been a big part of generating gold artifact power, which not, not, not that artifact power is sticking yeah, around. That's, but the, that's the problem it, here. That's exactly why I think this is in flux because we don't even know what, if we're going to have a system like an artifact in the next expansion, the artifact has been a huge part of this expansion. If yeah. Really but think about even it, even, no, even without me. the artifact though, like that since, I mean, it's, I guess since warlords isn't that long ago, but it's it's been a mechanism of getting non raiders raid gear uh, through the raid missions that happen every now and then, and they definitely refine that over what they had in Warlords. And I, I think it's just it, it's a system all around that Blizzard has been using to uh, reward players without making it feel like they have to play the game. Which I know, the, um, what's his face Lagash said that it was feeling like he or she had to, but. Uh, well, I, d- I definitely I think that, like, here's my thing. I honestly feel like until we know more about what the expansion is going to be, we have to consider all these systems on the chopping block. They could all get cut out. We don't that's, know what any of them are going to be sticking around because fair. we don't know what they're going to replace it with. They could that's have fair. some new, entirely different system. They could have a system where instead of us giving missions to a bunch of guys, we get missions randomly from, like, you know, people who treat us like followers. Like, you know, they could, you okay. could just get a random, you log on and you get a random world quest from like Zebo, the, the head of your order of monkeys. I don't, Zeebo. you know, 
the re- regardless though they do need i i do think they need something that would replace it in terms of um someone point out in the chat channel uh 12 hour missions to lengthen quest lines that's definitely one of the reasons um as a reward system as a you know a gearing system i i think yeah, they would need something to replace stuff, it you know all that stuff is certainly there and it's certainly cool and i'm not arguing it isn't i'm not even arguing that missions are bad i'm just saying they could very well pull it out it doesn't yeah nothing they, sorry hello did he disappear did i disappear did i disappear i think i'm fine now you're back okay um give me, wait give me a two second audio break and then jump back into it okay okay Who's I'll, jumping I'll, back I'll jump back in okay three two um i think potentially they could expand world quests which is something we've talked about before and i think we all want um to the point where they have more world quests that are on longer timers like uh, the world boss ones, like it, it wouldn't have to be a weekly timer necessarily, but it could be, you know, up for three days and then maybe not reappear. And that could be a gearing system. I mean, that I guess that is definitely an option uh, that could theoretically replace them. There's still, you know, some things to work out, but that's that's one way they could just kind of. Uh, well, if you look at two, like if you look at the way that they did the Broken Shore and how they've done Argus, there's methods there for gearing. Like you can make it a grind you don't. It doesn't have to be do a mission every so often. It can be a grind. It can be various other ways. I'm not. Again, this isn't me saying they're bad. This isn't me being opposed to, to mission table. This is me just saying it's certainly possible they could come up with something else they want to try. Oh yeah, and I, I agree there. I I don't know if they will, but I definitely agree that they could very easily if they wanted to. Okay, so I need to like weigh in on this. <laughs> um, I went back. It was. Why did I go back there? I went back there at some point and I looked at the reviews that I had written for Warlords of Draenor, which were pretty scathing for me. Um, They were still (laughs) nicely framed, but yeah, I was not impressed with Warlords. And one of the things that I wrote was an article about how I really enjoyed the quest, Welcome to the Machine, but I didn't really enjoy playing a game that was based entirely around that concept. Um, Yeah. Here's my problem with the mission table in Warlords. It was about the only thing that you had to do at Endgame unless you were a raider. And I wasn't a raider at that point. I had decided to retire from raiding at like the worst possible time to take a step back from raiding. I decided, oh, I'll take a step back from raiding. I'm sure there'll be lots of stuff to do at Endgame. There's, the leveling is so good. <laughs> well, um, in that column that I wrote, I said that one of the things that I did a lot was I would send these followers out on missions and I would watch them walk out that front gate and furtively wish that I could go with them because I had nothing better to do. Um, They fixed that in Legion. They did. They absolutely fixed that in Legion because now I can send out my mission, you know, my followers on missions, but then I have a whole mess of missions to do in the form of world quests all over the place. There is lots of stuff for me to do at Endgame. I am no longer bored out of my skull. I have plenty of things to do, which at the same time makes me wonder, do I really need this table? Like, I'm making bank off of the table. I'm making so much gold off of that table and I'm getting so much stuff out of that table. But do I really need it? Or is it just like an extra thing to do? And I think at this point, it's kind of like it's an extra thing to do. And it's also not really what I would call super engaging. There are other things that I could be doing that are more engaging that involve going somewhere, killing something, doing a quest for somebody, actually actively doing something rather than something that I could do on an app. Now, I do appreciate it for the fact that like the Legion Companion app is really good. And the fact that I can, you know, do all of this stuff. I don't even have to log into the game to do this stuff. I could just do it through the app. That's great. But I kind of, part of me is wondering if the mission table has outlived its usefulness as a feature. And maybe they should step back and not bring it in again. You know, give it a break. Just give it a break. Doesn't need to be a regular thing every single time. I wouldn't hate it if they did that. I mean, I again, I don't know if they're going to, but I, I definitely feel that whole... I don't know if burnout's the right word, but just uh, unnecessariness. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like it's really needed. I mean, am I getting stuff out of it? Yeah, I'm getting stuff out of it. But is it... I could be getting stuff just as easily by going and doing world quests or whatever. I don't necessarily need that mission table. It's nice that it's there. I like the fact that they have actually installed the table in other locations. The fact that it is on the Vindicar so I don't have to go back to my order hall every single time. That's great. I'm glad. 
I'm glad that they, they did, did that. They did technically do that in Warlords, but... Yeah, they did do that in Warlords. They put it in Tanan, but I really didn't spend much time in no, Tanan. They, they ha- I think they had one in every single outpost, but then again, you had no reason to go to the outpost. No, not really. No, I Warlords, don't think they did. Warlords was kind of... Um, it was like a misstep on the way to what Legion managed to kind of perfect. And I think that Legion, in a way, it, it really did kind of perfect that whole mission thing because you don't have a million followers that you have to go out and collect. You have like a solid group. You have extra ones that you can recruit in your order hall. And it just works. I mean, it works really elegantly. It, And I'm not... I'm not arguing that it doesn't work or anything, because it does. It works really great and everything. What I'm saying is, I'm wondering if it really needs to be there, and I don't know if it necessarily needs to be. Not if we've got enough other stuff going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Okay. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to the next email here. Uh, Next email is from Ashley von Silvermoon EU, who says, Hi, Watchers. I've been doing the archaeology rares, but there are still open questions. You help Bran collect a Titan disc, but at the end, the centerpiece is missing. Any speculation? Maybe they plan to do something with this? Ashleaf. Rossi, you got any thoughts on this? I've been, you know, I think it might tie into what we're going to discover soon. I mean, to to a certain degree, a lot of the Titan stuff, we're going to get to get answers on that one way or another. Even if they don't specifically reference this quest, you are going to, to get a lot of Titan stuff coming up. <laughs> Uh, that's that's fairly unambiguous and without going into spoilers that's all i can say on that one but yeah uh in terms of like archaeology in this expansion has been kind of like hit or miss for me it, it definitely feels like they they tried to fix it in in mists and they tried to keep the the momentum of the fix going in warlords but i don't feel like it's actually really kept up i don't it's know mostly what they did between mists and warlords but i i actually didn't mind doing archaeology so much in mists i didn't enjoy doing archaeology as much as when i they first introduced it and i don't know why that is i i don't know uh, where it lost when they its first appeal. introduced it i felt like there was a lot of stuff that i actually wanted from it yeah that was comparable to the other stuff i could get and now like uh the gear is definitely not there i don't know if there's as many or any bind on account stuff besides like toys and mounts, which I absolutely go for the mounts, but yeah, I do um, have the ghost moose. I thought that was great. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I played the heck out of it in cataclysm when it first came out and then sort of just lost interest. I think the big thing that kind of bugs me with it is that now it's like when you do archeology, span you're finding little things to put on a shelf somewhere that you're never going to look at again. And in Cataclysm, you just found random gray stuff. Like, you just find random gray stuff while you were digging up things. And then... Um, sometimes it wasn't random gray stuff. Sometimes it was really cool epic or whatever. Yeah, sometimes it yeah. was really cool epic stuff. Sometimes it was random gray stuff. But all the random gray stuff sold for, like, a, a fairly substantial chunk of change. Which oh, made yeah, it, I love that part. Well, yeah, and I mean, it made it kind of worthwhile in that sense, too. Because it was like, okay... I'm I'm learning about all this stuff and things. I, I'm maybe getting this epic stuff that I want to get. Speaking of which, I still don't have the crawling claw from Tolvir Rep or from the Tolvir boxes. Oh. Yeah, I'm still grinding that one. <laughs> still, I, I was grinding the mount for ages. I kept turning in crates for the Tolvir. Uh, I got the see, mount on things. my birthday. It was pretty great. <laughs> Here, here's here's my archaeology. Never got it story. Okay. Uh, there's a a sword. That used to drop in Zulgarub that I had. Destroying. Uh, uh, yeah. And um, I had this sword back in vanilla. It was a sword I used. I replaced it with uh, with Sulfuros when I got Sulfuros. So I didn't keep the sword because, you know, there was no such thing as transmog back then. And I had a limited collection space and I wasn't in my full-fledged weapon collecting mania yet. So I was like, okay, well, thank you, Zinrock, but I know your, your time is done. Uh, so I got rid of it. And then, of course, they took out... The, the 20 man Zulgarub raid, they took out that model. So in Cataclysm, they, they brought it back as part of archaeology, and I was very excited. And it's now been six years. How <laughs> many expansions? Still... Like since Cataclysm? Yeah. Um, uh, three? We're, we're on three. Um, six, yeah, it's up, six almost or seven, seven years, years yeah. at this yeah. point. And it's still, a sad amount of time. I still haven't gotten it, despite <laughs> everything I can do to do troll archaeology. This thing still hasn't come up. So, yeah, archaeology is definitely hit or miss for me. I've never been in a, one I really liked. As, as far as the, 
the the disc thing, I don't think they're going to specifically answer that question. I feel like you want Titan stuff, they're definitely going to give it to you, but I don't think that that disc is going to turn up as particularly important. The one that Braun was chasing. Uh, I think that's just a, it was just a method to get you through the quests. I mean, it. I think it might turn up at some point, but I don't think it'll be like a major plot point, and I don't necessarily know if it will be next expansion. It just seems like one of those plot threads, one of the many Legion has. Uh, it's one of those, especially like lesser plot threads of Legion, though, um, that could easily be referenced or picked up later, but doesn't necessarily have to be. That's possible. Okay. Our next email, I think this is probably going to be our last one because there's three questions here. All three of them are relatively short, which is great, but um, I'm just going to go through them one at a time. Okay. And this is from Uthos on Proudmore who says, Hi all. First question. Sylvanas gets the ability to make her own Death Knights. Who are her four horsemen? My vote is for Garrosh, Zuljin, Rakish, and Lyrith Windrunner. Ooh, Ooh, that last one is just, is just terrible but wonderful at the same time <laughs> like yeah, guess, on so yeah. many levels although i definitely think nathanos is going to be in there so i don't think she would use i don't think she's going to use garage do you think that she'd make do you think that she'd make nathanos a death knight though because he's he's a forsaken right now he's a, i think she'd make him her head of the horseman yeah I don't, why wouldn't she? she she of all of them who's she going to trust that's true you know, nathanos is the guy she who's trusts the other three uh i like lirath i'm keeping him um <laughs> that's a good uh, one <laughs> I like Zul'jin although I don't think th- let's be honest he wouldn't be Jin. Uh, uh this is the problem with this is that it's like do you want people who are who are important to her specifically you know who'd be great if she wants to tweak her sister what Ronan <gasps> oh you Before imagine you that? said the name, I realized I realized who you were going to say like a split second before you said it and I went yeah. oh I heard- no yeah, I- yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Oh, that's, that's totally awful. Horrible. Remember when you didn't join me in Undeath and it hurt me so bad? Well, here's your dead husband. Oh, my God, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. That's so Sylvanas, though. I love it. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I'm trying to think of other people that would I thought Lyrith was bad. Then you pull out that one. Oh, that's mm-hmm. terrible. She, I mean, maybe for the terrible factor, Karen. Like, I don't know if she had any uh, no, affinity she, towards him, but it would just be kind of him. like a slap in the face. She doesn't have anything against Bane, though. Really, like they they clash briefly. Yeah, like but she's Sylvanas. She just likes to do evil things. No, she she does evil things when they suit her or benefit her. Oh, someone in the chat channel said Liam Greymane. Ooh, mm. yeah, <laughs> that would be that. another one that would just be. Yeah. So oh, okay. Time, so you this. took my lantern from me. Cool. I'm just gonna take your son. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so much. Let's, let's go with that grouping. This That's, is my that... head cannon. That's pretty terrible. You've got Nathanos because it's always going to be Nathanos. Then you've got uh, Liam Greymane, Lyrith Windrunner, and Ronan as her other three. Yeah, oh. that could work. It's a very, it's a very wow. dude heavy one, but she doesn't have any. Like, there's no female characters I can think of. She's got enough of a beef on to make to make it work, and she's pretty yeah. much raised all of them already. So, yeah. That, Varian, those, those Varian choices... would be rude, but I don't think I don't. Yeah, Varian's I don't like think that she'd gone. do Varian. I don't think she, that she'd do Varian because I think that. I think that she and Varian had a certain amount of respect for each other, and they displayed that, like in the whole Broken Shore scenario. Yeah, because she didn't deliberately leave Varian there to de- like that wasn't like a oh screw you Varian I'm gonna go do my own thing. That was a uh oh things have gotten bad up here. We need to go. It's just the alliance down below. They kind of read it that way. But I don't yeah. think that Sylvanas I, I, has a problem with Varian. I do see her Varian even be a cloud of green dust. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I I could see her raising Varian purely out of respect for his ability. Yeah. But yeah. if we're going with four horsemen for their their potential to like make it serve a purpose and make a point, not only is Varian not one that she has any particular animus towards or would hurt anybody who's her enemy, he's real dead. Like, he's like it's... he's beyond dead. He's like. Yeah, there's... There's like nothing left of him. There was There's a pile a of ash. That was what was left. That was what Andwin found. Variant sword. What that that you know this dust that he like swept off of the sword when he picked it up out. That was Varian. <laughs> that was it. That was all that was left. Um, I I do like the idea that if she chose four horsemen, she would pick, of course, her most trusted dude, which would be Nathanos, and then the. The other three would be just complete slaps in the face. Actually, no. Okay, so you have her most trusted dude. You'd have the brother that she lost. 
which that makes sense if she's trying to reestablish family ties. Okay, well, I can't establish it with the living sisters. I'll bring back the dead brother. I, I could see that happening. And then uh, Ronan and Liam, that's just like slap the two in the face that offended me the most. Well, plus, I mean, with the Ronan thing, you can even see it as kind of a twisted idea in her head that maybe maybe then Verisa will talk to me again. Maybe I can yeah, get we, we have Liam and Ronan here. Let's, you know. I brought you I brought your, come, I brought you your husband back now? and look I have our brother too. Don't you want to come play with us? <laughs> yeah, it's like come play with us. Oh, it's awful. It's all awful on so many I so I can just levels. I can picture just Sylvanas like kind of puppeteering like waving the undead hands at someone and just be like come play with us. <laughs> or like like waving um Liam towards Grammy and like hello I'm back. That's oh wow. Awful. That would be awful. Okay, move on to the next one. <laughs> the next that, that's that was really good, Uthos. Thanks. We had a lot like, of fun I, thinking about that. Oh, one. I want this to happen now. Okay, please. now the second question here. Demons as playable races via special customizations or Felguard succubus variants. Do you think it's gonna be a thing? Do I think it's gonna be a thing? Not particularly, but Do you want it to be a thing? After we've introduced Lightforge Draenei, I could totally see Eridar as another Draenei variant, if that happens. I mean we've you got Lothraxian. Have... Yeah. Or you could actually have straight up fell ones. Yeah. They're still evil demons, but they just you know the legion's dead. We got no place else to go. Uh, I'll sell my services to the highest bidder. You know why not? Yeah. And you know with the void coming along, who knows? I would. So I would definitely that. prefer that over succubus felguard variants. Um, I, I think. Yeah, I think it actually could be cool. I mean, would it be cool? Yes. Do I do I see it as something that they would do? No, because what have we spent this whole expansion doing? Fighting oh demons. no, I don't think they would do it. But I, I'm thinking of like the the Sunwell Blood Elf models too, though. Like the the fell elves. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's really like a cool. bunch of cool models the, out there the for these guys. Fell orcs with their many many teeth. I'm fell thinking orcs. of it from a story standpoint, and how much anybody on Azeroth would be like, "Oh, look, a demon." Well, we beat the Legion, so do you want to be our friends now? Yeah, I don't think that that's going to happen, especially after we just got done discussing what they did to Varian. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. But I'm just saying, I just don't gonna, see it. It would, do... be, it would be cool. I mean, you know, if we can headcanon Liam as a four horseman. Oh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a demon hunter. <laughs> What's up, no. fellow demon hunters? <laughs> He's got the skateboard tucked under his arm. A pair of those fake bat wings from Hot oh. Topic strapped to his back. Listeners, Photoshop it. Make it happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, third question here. Instead of hero classes from now on, what about hero specializations? Mm, how would that work, though? Like, would you be locked into it? I don't see, know. I can, I can see some ways that, you know, like, for instance, some classes have iconic ones that you might want to see. But the problem is that they tend to be represented in specs we already have. Like, the Arms Warrior is the Blade Master. Yeah. You know what I mean? So having... And we've got warrior talents and stuff that make you, like, the Mountain King. We, well, we I have... mean, you look at, like, the monks, even. You have, like, the Brewmaster spe- specialization already. Yeah, or I'm... rogues. For that matter, rogues would, like, you know, they basically have the the assassination, the subtlety, and the... the Outlaw. I wanna... Yeah, the, the only... basically already, already yeah. hero specs, kind of. The only take I have here, and it actually ties in really well with something you asked me in the queue, Rossi, is that I would absolutely love if Shadow just kind of became its own spec. And, like, even if it just got two different specs, like a, a Void-focused one and, like, a Psionic-focused one that was more towards the, uh, like, classic vanilla style of attacks, um, I think that would be cool if it just kind of became its own thing. But even then, it's, that's not necessarily a hero spec, more as just... Uh, giving it a little more wiggle room in terms of abilities and what I'm thinking in terms of a hero spec is like say you have a hunter right and you go through you play through a thing and at the end of the thing that you play through if you choose to take this whole quest line heroic quest line blah 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 and of course everybody's going to choose it because it's really cool you get to be a dark ranger yeah but the thing like the thing I wonder with hero specs would be like would you be locked into it and if you're not locked into it or you know what difference is it like what Ian just said, the Dark Rangers. Dark Rangers could just be like a flavor of Hunter. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, they still that have would be cool. Like, like if, if they had a thing where you could basically be like a you could be like the a barbarian type and you're still a warrior but you have more different flavors to things somebody, and have more horde like things. Somebody you know, in the channel said Lich spec for the win and I'm like, Yeah, I could see that for Death Knights. Like you unlock a spec where you become a lich. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you have like certain things that you can do with that. For, forget the sub race hype train. I'm on the sub spec hype train now. Where you just you get you know customization via a spec specific quest. Yeah, that would that fun. would be cool. I don't know if that's necessarily what you had in mind, but I think it would be cool. It, it could be fun. I mean, would that be would that be better or worse than introducing an entire new quote unquote hero class to the game? Um, it would be better. It would be it, different. A, yeah, it would be different. Yeah, it sort of depends what hero class they go with. I really want to see another ranged male user because. There are the fewest number of classes in the game use male, and hunters are the only one that fill that niche. And I think we could use like tinkerers or something where they kind of are like Gaslow and plant bombs and stuff. I want a bard. Give me that's, a bard. That's a a totally, spoony bard. Yeah. Come on. Make that's, it happen. That's a bit of a different discussion, but I, 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 it depends what hero class they do. Like some hero classes I'm all about, some I'm just kind of like, eh. Okay. So, yeah. I, I wanted runecasters since they first rumored them, and I'm never going to get them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're waiting for you with the Zinrock. All right. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there and wrap up the emails there. Blizzard Watch. It's made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch. And your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your questions answered on a podcast or the queue, and an ads-free site experience. Uh, thank you very much, and if you guys have an email for the show, please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com, like we mentioned before. Uh, remember always to put podcast or blizzardwatch in the subject line so we know it's for the show. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the Blizzard Watch Podcast, and we'll be here next week.